Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Popcorn for dinner. This is Jeff and Kelly. February is romantic comedy month here on Popcorn for Dinner. Last year, February, we hadn't started doing theme months yet. Yeah. The next month was going to be when we started with the YA adaptations. Yeah. So last February, we just did some movies and then the Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. week. (laughs) We did Valentine's Day. And so we just decided, like, hey, that's a genre that we haven't done a bunch of. Yeah. For the show. And uh, and it just sort of makes sense. Like, okay, it's just going to be Valentine's Day all month mm. on Popcorn for Dinner. <laughs> and we don't even necessarily have every week of the month planned out. No. Because uh, there's so many available. Exactly. like, And it's not even a hard thing to track down. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I think Netflix has a few. Yeah. Like, we can... we can Maybe a couple. Just a skosh. <laughs> there's um, a whole fucking category. <laughs> <laughs> but for this week, for the first week, we are doing a very specific film. One that <laughs> Kelly has searched for and we recently found. It's definitely uh, definitely an interesting start to the uh, <laughs> to the month. So let's get right down into it with a movie that can sort of be considered like a classic in the sense that it came out about 20 years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I don't know how much it may stack up against some of the greats, but that's not necessarily <laughs> what we're here for. We're here to just talk about this movie, which is the 2002 American romantic comedy Sweet Home Alabama. Starring Reese Witherspoon. Cute little Reese Witherspoon. Oh, adorable little Reese. I haven't seen too much stuff with her in it, but I've always known that I've like had a soft spot for her. It's like, uh, even if something is garbage, I'll normally she's, be like, ah, look at her go. Yeah, <laughs> she's just, she's so adorable. Mm-hmm. And honestly, truthfully, uh, as much as me and this movie may have some issues, <laughs> she does a very good job. She yes. does a wonderful job, uh, especially with some of the more subtle stuff. Um, considering that the movie is about like a, a actually, let me just jump right into it and tell you what the movie is about. Uh, the IMDb description for Sweet Home Alabama is that a young woman who's reinvented herself as a New York City socialite must return home to Alabama to obtain a divorce from her husband after seven years of separation. Um, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely, but Te- I'm a little correct. <laughs> like, I'm not necessarily surprised, but I'm just glad that I didn't look into anything beforehand uh, because I'm sure it's in the trailer, but I haven't seen the trailer for this movie in so long <laughs> and haven't really thought about it at all that I completely forgot that, like, she's going home because she's, she's still be- technically married to Josh Lucas. Yeah. And I was like, 
oh, like when that line hits, when mm-hmm. she like gets there and she's just like, will you come out of here? Give me this divorce. I was legitimately like, oh, oh, that's what this movie is. Yeah. Because I truthfully wasn't certain up until then. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's really neat. So I'm a little like not surprised, but kind of bummed that they put it in the description Mm-hmm. simply because like that is a really good like wham line of like oh oh this is, what, this is what's happening here yeah you know what i mean it's like when it starts you kind of imagine it's probably one of those like oh and she goes home and there's her old boyfriend and oh mm-hmm. what they had and everything but not that it's like no yeah we were married yeah and now we don't want to be and you know that kind of thing it's a totally <laughs> different vibe uh that i that i kind of liked but the little subtleties that she does like the fact that when she's in new york she has the slightest accent. Mm-hmm, just a little bit of a twang. Yeah. And then over the movie, she mm-hmm. gradually develops it back. Yeah. And it's just like really well done. And I'm sure there's plenty of, you know, other people to give props to about that. You know, yeah. like people who are like on top of that specific thing. Like, remember, mm-hmm. at this point in the story, you've been here for a few days. Yeah. So it's got to be back, you know, a little bit back, but yeah. not fully. A little, little bit thicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a, a accent thickness uh, level for the day like for the shooting it's like you need to be at three okay we need you at three <laughs> for the scenes we're doing today but either way it comes across really naturally and it's really cool that it just sort of happens they kind of mention it a little bit mm-hmm. like the, a couple of the characters make a little remark about like oh it's coming back or like oh where'd your accent go or something like that mm-hmm. but it kind of just happens and you notice it and you're just kind of like oh that's a that's a fun little detail yeah that was a detail that I hadn't noticed when I had watched it previously. Because mm-hmm, that's obviously we said that you were the one who searched for it, but mm-hmm. also you were the one who has seen this movie before. Yes. I had not. Yes. I had seen it a few times before, but it's easily been over 10 years, mm-hmm. probably at least 15, like closer to when it came <laughs> out and yeah, seen yeah. it. I will, like I said, as much as I may have issues, <laughs> there's uh, really nothing to complain about in terms of like the competency of this production. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this movie is a like well-oiled Hollywood rom-com machine. It just goes. Yeah. There's nothing in it that's particularly like, huh? You know, like there's mm-hmm. nothing that that's really like too off the wall or wonky. Yeah. Like it's it's not a complete cartoon universe. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's fairly grounded. Mm-hmm. And it's got a decent lineup for a cast. It does. I mean, like we said, Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. Patrick Dempsey, Mick Dreamy, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Lucas, mm-hmm. who <laughs> I've got some notes about in this movie about that guy. <laughs> I haven't seen him in too much stuff. I like know of him. Yeah. And he's very much a guy who's like. Oh, oh, was he in that? Like, I didn't even, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, Candace Bergen, Bergen, mm-hmm. I always forget how to say her name. Yeah, but, I don't remember. Uh, as, uh, as Patrick Dempsey's mom, the mayor of, of New, New York. York. Yes. Uh, it was funny. At the very beginning of the movie, I wrote a note where I was like, is Patrick Dempsey just playing Patrick Dempsey in this movie? Because he's just, <laughs> he's like on a red carpet and like signing mm-hmm. autographs for people and shit. And I was like, what, is he a movie star in this? He's just playing McDreamy essentially? Like, yeah. what the hell is this? And then when they, re- when they like reveal essentially that he is the mayor's son and so that's why he's like a socialite on the scene and everything. Well, he's a like secretary or something too. Okay, well, the thing that got me, though, was the little kid asking for his autograph. Yeah. And I was like, never. No. Never in a billion years. That's like the kid at the end of Black Sheep 
Remember at the very end of that movie where he's like, oh, Governor Donnelly, can you sign my thing? Like, Governor Donnelly, you want his autograph? But this is even a level removed. Yeah. It's like, you're not even the mayor. You're the mayor's son. You're just a guy. Yeah. Like, what? a fucking autograph. That's weird. But that's why I thought he was like yeah. a movie star or something like that. Understandable mistake. Yeah. Um, Fred Ward playing uh, her dad. Mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon's dad, who's he's just this is like the role that he is. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like I I remember first seeing him in Tremors, mm-hmm. and he's so fucking great oh in Tremors. God. Like that movie's amazing, yes. and he is so good in it. And then the only other thing that I can pull off the very top of my head is that he plays David Spade's dad in Joe Dirt. So he essentially oh. kind of plays the exact same guy he is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the old Southern guy with a yeah. fucking like recliner in his double wide. <laughs> hanging. You know, it's it's like the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh, which is really funny to me. Like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. He was the guy you get if you have a yeah. movie set in the South and he's the dad. Like, yo, no, he, yeah. He's a little bit better of a person in this one. Than, than what? Oh, than Joe a Joe Dirt. Dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little <laughs> bit. A li- There's one little thing that happens towards the end that I did write a note about, so hopefully I'll remember it for later. Okay. Because it does sort of need a little build up to it. <laughs> There's one tiny thing I noticed with him that I was like, is this a, a relic of like a cut of this movie that is like way longer, that has other stuff in it that explains Fred Ward's thing that he does like because i've read there's a lot of stuff that was cut out of this movie okay uh and a lot might be a little bit of an overstatement but you know at the very end of the movie because i mean i guess spoiler alert because we're going to talk about it a lot and it's one of the huge things about this movie that gets to me but she doesn't wind up with mcdreamy no nope. she does not wind up with the socialite mayor's son guy from new york she winds up with her old ex-husband uh little kid like mm-hmm. soulmate meeting yeah. guy, Jake from Alabama. So that happens. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the very, very, very end of the movie, they're showing off all the little like like home movies or little things about their life together. It's like, oh, look, they have a mm-hmm. kid now and all of this and mm-hmm. that, you know, all this fun stuff happening. And there's this one little throwaway thing because Andrew McDreamy, mm-hmm. Patrick Dempsey, absolutely gets fucking shafted at the end of this movie. Yeah, he does. He does not deserve the things that happen to him, and it's a <laughs> real fucking bummer. And then in this tiny little thing, when the credits are starting, there's that brief little headline, did mm-hmm. you see, where it was like, Andrew, what the fuck is his name, McCarthy, I don't know what the hell yeah. his name was, uh, like, marries this woman, whatever. Something and, Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was like, oh, he gets a little, it's a little like, hey, he's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I thought the movie was doing. And then I looked into it. She is Reese Witherspoon. Goddamn Melanie. She is Melanie's assistant. Oh. And there were a lot more scenes with her. Oh. And there was a specific scene where she's hitting on him real hard while while Mel is down in Alabama. Oh. And he technically in the scene like rebuffs her. Like she kind of like, oh, yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. And then he ends the scene kind of like diffusing it without saying outright like what has been happening yeah. in the scene he just says like can i drive you somewhere and she's like yeah and like kind of whatever so yeah. it's kind of a like i'm shutting you down easy like can i take you somewhere that isn't here not with me mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that kind of thing and apparently test audiences thought he meant they should go somewhere together 
So they thought that Andrew was cheating on her. And the, yeah. the filmmakers were like, oh, shit, no. no um, so they cut all of her shit out of the movie. <laughs> and so at the end, it's just like, oh, he just gets some random lady. Yeah. But there's like a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> and what's really unfortunate about it is that it explains a little bit more about Mel that makes me at least a little bit understand why she <laughs> makes the horrible decision at the end of this movie <laughs> simply because they show her a little bit more unhappy in new york oh you yeah. know because that threw me for a loop one of my first notes because it's like obviously a movie like this it starts with those kids mm -hmm. and they're oh i thought that was fucking strange did was, you notice who played young mel i did in the credits which with uh, Dakota? Yeah. Dakota Fanning. I yes. always forget. I'm like, oh, she's the older one of the Fannings. There's I, Ellie Fanning I and believe, Dakota, and Dakota's the older. I believe so. Yeah. I just always, I never remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was weirded out by them talking about marriage. Yeah. I was like, you're seven years old. And like kissing them whenever they want. Like, yeah, like that. She's, like, she's <laughs> technically 10 in that scene. Yeah. She says, but. <laughs> I don't it's, know about that. it's still icky yeah it's incredibly icky and it's a really bad way to start the like love story of the movie when once you i mean i will put it this way i was probably just in insane denial most of the movie about how it was gonna end <laughs> i'm sure that you probably should have known like the first guy you see on screen is the one she winds up with he's yeah. the kid so blah 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 but i there's some <laughs> panicked notes towards the end that I started writing <laughs> that we'll get to. Uh, <clears throat> but super weird, them as kids. <laughs> and and then she wakes up and it's like, oh, it was a dream. And I was like, real or fake? Come on, movie, don't start playing this game with me already. Yeah. I was like, I assume it's real, but yes. at the same time, <laughs> come on. It just takes too long for her to confirm. Like, oh, I dreamt about that the other night. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Okay, yeah, it's a real, she's just, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but then uh, she's, you know, a fashion designer, and she's got this show, mm -hmm. and she's, like, in charge of it, and mm -hmm. her mentor shows up, and he's like, oh, my God, you're doing such a fucking good job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's, yeah. like, freaking out about it and everything, and it's like, she's, obviously, she's, like, stressed out because, oh, it's, you know, a whole lot of work and, mm -hmm. and whatnot, but, like, everything seems to be going really well, and she's doing really well, Yeah, and he and her seem like really happy and i was just like everyone seemed like everything seems so good they're so happy what horrible thing is he hiding yeah that was my first thought <laughs> mm -hmm. i was like they're so good together that it has to be that he repels her somehow because it's like come on not even in the super shallow way of like he took you to tiffany's and and had you pick out you know, your own ring out of all the rings for the marriage. You know, it's like mm -hmm. not even just like he's super rich and could do that shit. Yeah. But just like it's, they, they present the character as happy. Yeah. So it's like so something has to like I guess I guess what it comes down to is like something has to seem better than this. Mm hmm. And I disagree with this movie <laughs> on what seems better than that, apparently. Apparently so, yes. Yes. Um, I thought that the, the, the proposal scene was hysterical in a couple of ways. One, I wrote, uh, I was like, is she being led to her death? 
<laughs> like just like the driver just like stopping and being like we are going in here now yeah and then another dude in a suit like i will bring you in here yeah. now i was like, like oh my god addressing her by name yeah like she is going to die this is like that scene in goodfellas except she's not turning around <laughs> <You know? laughs> right there right around the right over there and then once he walks in like wearing a tuxedo mm-hmm. and is talking to her and she's still going like what what is this what is what is going on yeah i was like really you you don't really? you don't suspect yeah you don't suspect the tiniest little thing maybe like your friend even hinted at it Ex- earlier exactly i was like there's no possible way that that seed isn't in her mind yeah so like playing it that way just seemed really silly to me i don't know if maybe it was a part of the whole like uh, her like hesitancy towards it mm-hmm. which was another thing that I wrote down that I was just like okay so she's like hesitant to say yes yeah and then she says that she has to go home alone yeah and I was like one he doesn't see anything weird about this yeah, there, he's no, just like, no red cool. flags yeah <laughs> he's just like all right sounds good but then the other thing about it was that uh her hesitancy was like a big question for I was just like so it's like a socialite in the city that you're, you know, rising in your profession in, mm-hmm. you know, you seem to like him. There's yeah. nothing that, you know, there's no scenes of her being like, oh, that thing he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times those, those, that guy in a mm-hmm. rom-com will have that bit, you know? Yeah. Even if it's something super shallow and dumb, like, <laughs> like looking at the check after he pays it and there's like no tip or something, you know, mm-hmm. like. Oh, he's kind of a dick to like show you. There's nothing with Andrew. Yeah. He seems so on the level. Yeah. The only thing that seems <laughs> off that I thought was going to be a bigger part of the whole thing was that he seemed like stoked that I was going to make his mom mad. Yeah. And I was like, okay, is that going to be his thing where she's going to be like, look, you're just using me to make her mad. You don't really, you know, like, is yeah. that going to come? And it never really does. Yep. Uh, so that was a little bit of a bummer, but I was just like, <laughs> everything seems so good. Like, what is going on? So that's kind of why I really liked that divorce line reveal. Because at that point, I didn't know. Yeah. I was just like, what is her deal? What's going on? And it actually kind of pulled me in. Yeah. So then when she (laughs) does have that line about like, you come out here and you give me that divorce. It's like, oh, all that shit now makes sense. (laughs) Now I understand why she's acting that way. Now I understand what this movie really is. And I like it for that. I'm not like I wasn't at all mm-hmm. mad about it, like burying the lead or there being multiple <laughs> scenes of being like, what is happening? Because yeah. I'm an adult who can watch movies and understands <laughs> that, like, sometimes you will have a question that isn't answered until a little bit later. Yeah. Like that happens sometimes. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Like people are so fucking impatient with stuff mm-hmm. where they'll just be like, and then they said this one thing and I then I stopped paying attention. And it's like, well, keep paying attention. It'll yeah. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> it, it, unless it's a like complete pile of garbage. Yeah. Eventually it's going to tell you, like, just chill for a second. Hang on. Yeah. So I was like totally on board, totally into it. And considering that he's Josh Lucas, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like it's clear that it's going to be a like rivalry. You know what I mean? Like if it was like in the seven years since she left, he gained a hundred pounds and went bald, (laughs) you know what I mean? And lives in like a a tent in the woods. Then yeah. Okay. There's no real comparison. Yeah. But he's Josh Lucas. So it's like, oh, so that's when the movie kind of really kicks into gear. And it's clear that it's like, okay, they got married when they were like, right out of high school mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if all of this is explained right off the bat because i know some of it does come gradually but it's like they get married because he gets her pregnant mm-hmm. she has a miscarriage mm-hmm. 
she bolts. Yes. She leaves town. She goes to New York. She starts a new life. Yes. They don't technically get divorced, but she leaves. Yeah. She keeps sending the papers back to him all the time to have him sign it. And he always just sends it back unsigned. Mm -hmm. Totally respectable romantic comedy setup. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. totally cool and I have no qualms about it. <laughs> it's really honestly, and it might be just like me and a sticking point, but it's the fact that we get the backstory on what happened at their wedding right away. Mm -hmm. I could not let that just slide. Like, I don't know <laughs> if it's, I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with the fact that it's like 2002 versus mm -hmm. now the kind of things people might say overlook or forgive and forget kind of <laughs> stuff might not those lines are a little blurrier mm -hmm. because like the the story of their wedding is a fucking nightmare and i do not blame her for one single second it and it sucks because it's like within minutes it's not even like you get a full couple of scenes of just being like, oh, they're 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 an arguing pair, mm -hmm. you know, and then you maybe kind of get a little bit of the like seedier details later. So it kind of muddies the waters. Yeah. But it's the fact that it's just right away. It's like, oh, yeah, um, he barely showed up to the ceremony. Yeah, he because was drunk. he was drunk from the night before. Yeah. Drunk from the night before vomited all over her mm -hmm. and passed out. Mm -hmm. I, some people might be like, hey, man, times change or like, oh, you know, he, he's, he's done better now. It's like, yeah, OK, I get it. I could understand it being like, hey, cool. You got yourself together. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. But for me, the person who was the fucking like <laughs> the person who received the vomit. Yeah. On her wedding day. Oh, like, it's so reprehensible. He's such a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Right off the bat that I was like, oh, please, movie, please understand that you've done this. <laughs> and it, and by the end, it doesn't seem like it did. Yeah. Like, it, it, it seemed like it was like, oh, that that's just rascally enough mm -hmm. for her to leave, but not rascally enough for her to never forgive it. And it's wow. like, well, I mean, she could forgive it, but it doesn't mean that she has to go back to it. Yeah. And that bummed me out. So, like, when you saw it before, mm -hmm. do you recall picking a team, a, a guy team? You know what I mean? Like, were you team Andrew in the city? <laughs> were you team Jake down in the south? Like, did you have, like, a, oh, I hope it works out this way? Or were you just like, what will happen? Um, Truthfully, I don't remember. If I did, I have a feeling I would have leaned towards Jake because... I was that, you know, lovey-dovey teenager of like, oh, her first love, it has to work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's clearly what the movie's getting at. Yeah. For the for the audience that the movie is geared towards. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like legitimately from that moment on, I was vehemently anti-Jake. I wasn't even necessarily pro-Andrew. You know what I mean? Where I was yeah. like, he's fine okay what he's i mean he's option. he's mcdreamy i get it um uh, but still <laughs> vehemently anti-jake yeah uh and legitimately like it felt like from that point on the movie was uh was like while the character of jake was trying to prove himself to mel throughout the rest of the movie mm -hmm. it felt to me like the movie trying to you know like trying to do that to me mm -hmm. with jake <laughs> like no see but i'm okay. we're gonna impress you with the stuff that he does so it's gonna it's gonna change your mind mm -hmm. but it re really it was just like look again 
he could get his life together. It doesn't change what he did and apparently did nothing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a huge thing. It's never even like, you know, we had that big long talk about that and then you still decided to leave. It really just seemed like it was like, okay, wow, you're a drunk fool mm-hmm. and you don't care about me. So I'm going to leave. And then later they reveal like, oh, I went to New York City, but I didn't come and talk to you or see you or anything like that. I don't I don't understand what that was necessarily trying to portray about him where I was like yeah. like cuz she acts like it's like the sweetest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm like what did he do though? Like she just learns that <clears throat> that at one point in the past like a year after you went to New York, he went to New York. Yeah. But he never talked to you or <laughs> you know did any like what did he what? Why is he getting points for this? Like because he went there and then didn't do anything. Like mm. even if he went there, like I went there with the intention to apologize, but it it was just such a big city, and you know, it's like what kind of excuse could you possibly have to be like <laughs> I was going to apologize for being terrible, and believe me that I mean that. I just didn't for some reason. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like he realized he went to New York, and that's when he realized that he had to like make something of himself. Too little. <laughs> too little at that exact moment you know what i mean like if if he has some sort of plan yeah you know what i mean because by the end of the movie you learn that it's like oh yeah he does he has a business he has mm-hmm. a, a glass blowing business and one of their special things is the 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 crazy shape that happens when lightning strikes sand and you mm-hmm. just dig it up and it's like a basically an art piece yeah you know and it's like oh and that's the thing because they were on the beach as kids and lightning struck and there was a thing there <laughs> so it's their like connecting piece yeah and all that and so it's like oh so he made this business and he's better now and i was just like i have yet to hear an apology <laughs> for that wedding you know like I, I i felt very much defensive of mel at that point like don't talk to her right now hold on dude like you like the, the way that they try to both sides it the whole time you know what i mean like there is something really uh nefarious in that where it's like oh okay so i got drunk at our wedding and i threw up on you and i ruined the whole thing but you you went to new york you know what i mean like that's what they try to equate and it's like fuck you are you kidding me and all the fucking townsfolk trying to guilt her about it like you know you left and you never you don't remember us down here yeah it's like okay uh you guys later admit that you're just like yeah well uh, new york just isn't our thing Mm-hmm. So we're never going to go visit you. So it's like, you're not even, it, fuck you. You're so hypocritical yeah. of this woman who's like, she's gone and she's done something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the idea that at the end of it, she's just like, I guess I'm just going to live here in Alabama and be his wife now. Because like, is, there, yeah. is there any indication that she keeps her career going? Or does she move back to Alabama and just become the glassblower's wife? I believe at the end through the pictures that they show that... They like both with their kid move to New York and he opens oh, do a, they? A, a shop there with the deep south glass. Okay, I didn't catch that. It looked, I thought that they just stayed where his like shop is, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I now realize, like, okay, yeah, like with the kid, but then you wonder, like, so she has her big show in New York mm-hmm. and then flies back to Alabama and fucks off from her career until her kid's older. Well, just to be with she him did go back up she left alabama went oh right back she does up go back up briefly and then they're like we need to go and have the wedding down yeah down south, south. 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So she. So it's not just that she literally has her show and disappears. Yeah. But but still, the point kind of remains. Like it feels shitty to me that she's like, oh, this guy who's kind of a fucking asshole and a childish prick. Yeah. Um. Who just so happens to be the the boy that I had a crush on when I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. You know, like that feels like the whole thing. Yeah. Like that. That. <laughs> that's why. Come on. I legitimately would have fucking loved if the end of this movie was her being really fucking happy for him mm-hmm. and then getting fucking married to Andrew and going back to her life, having like reconnected with her roots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and, and, you know, have some sort of epilogue thing showing about how she's like incorporating yeah, that. Exactly. And, yeah. and keeping in touch and this and that or something mm-hmm. like that. Because it truthfully, it was just it 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 felt just really nasty that way of like <laughs> like it being like a cute thing that their wedding topper is Rock'em Sock'em Robots is like that's not fun. <laughs> that does not paint the picture of a fucking loving relationship. And like, okay, fine, the epilogue tells us differently. But it doesn't change how I feel by the end of that movie about how it's like this guy apparently has a horrible problem with alcohol and has not quit. Yeah. Like, because he's drinking at the beginning of the movie. He goes in and gets his beer. He's like, oh, she's such a bitch. I mean, at least she did say early on in the movie that Jake never hit her. (laughs) So at least that's clarified. Yeah. Threw up on her. Obviously, a lot of people know about that. (laughs) At least the whole town. Yeah. And that town, Pigeon Creek... Um, it's, it's a really well sort of drawn town. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, you definitely get a feel and obviously it's like purposefully juxtaposed real hard against the beginning in New York. (laughs) Yeah. And then you go down there and it's like, Oh, look at how rural and Southern it is. Mm -hmm. She, she gets back in town. She goes and hangs with, uh, her parents a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, Pearl and Earl. Yeah. Smoother. Which was is, is sort of a big plot point is that her name in New York is Carmichael mm-hmm. and uh, and her name in Pigeon Creek is Smooter. Like that's is it her Pigeon real Creek name. or Pigeon Pi- Hole? Pigeon Creek. Pigeon <laughs> Hole. That's, uh, that would be a weird town. Uh, she runs into a few other folks, including Ethan Embry. Bobby Ray. As Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray? Right? Yeah. Billy? Bob- Bobby yes, Ray. Yes, Bobby. Billy okay. Ray is the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Um, <laughs> who uh, I wrote down, I was like, he is adorable enough. Like he is mm-hmm. like, I love, I really do love Ethan Embry. Pretty much anything I see him in, I'm always like, oh, this fucking guy. He's <laughs> he's great. Um, and he's always got that like real sort of like earnest kid face. Even, right? even once he gets older and he's playing like men, yeah. he still has that kind of face. Um, but I was like, but of course. Of course, he has to introduce himself by jokingly catcalling her yeah. from the car. And when I didn't like realize it was him at first, mm-hmm. I was just like, "God, this town seems like a nightmare." <laughs> because, because he had he had um oh no, not him, the cop. When the <laughs> cop shows up, when Wade shows up yeah. to the house where where Jake and and Mel are, like after she gets in with the key yeah. that she won't tell him where it is, which I love as a gag mm-hmm. being like, God damn it. She keeps getting in because she hides the key. And I yeah. don't know where it is. <laughs> but that was a funny like gag, but he, he eventually calls the cops on her Yeah, and it's like their old pal. Yeah. Of course. Cause it's a tiny town. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh, remember we all used to do stuff and I lit my ass on fire. Derp, derp, derp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But he, I was like, okay, this guy's like a lovable little loaf. Mm-hmm. And then 2002 hits you straight in the face when he's like, oh, yeah, so I, I get to frisk ladies like you all the time now. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, these people, these fucking people. Like, they're going to be playing jokes like this the whole movie, and it is no longer charming or yeah. lovable or like, oh, these silly folks. Like, everything they do is awful. So, like, even him being like, oh, it's her friend, and he's catcalling her because it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's still, like, in that moment, I was like, this town is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. The cops want to frisk you. There's catcallers when you're just walking to the bank. Like, fuck this town. She needs to go. And then it's like, oh, it's Ethan Embry. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So he knows her. Yeah. Still. <laughs> like, you, ugh. Don't like it. Um, but she's on her way to the bank. And when she's at the bank, she meets her old friend Dorothea, mm-hmm. right? Is was the name. Um, I can never goddamn pronounce her last name. I can Mary, never remember. Marilyn Rudge Scab. God, I always feel like a fucking <laughs> idiot when I try to say Rad Raj Scub. Raj Scub. That's horrible, I'm sure, but she is amazing and I love her. She's yes. fucking Gail the Snail in It's Always Sunny. She's on Mr. Show all the time. She's in so much stuff that I love, and she's always fucking nailing it. Yes, So I, I was agree. very happy to see her. Like, I saw her name in the credits, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes, can't wait for it. And she's great as her character at the bank, as the yes. teller, uh, who is like an old friend of hers. Who lost 110 pounds. Yeah, and, now, and she's married to Wade, the, the sheriff or whatever. Yeah. Um, because of course yeah uh, but it's the like small town bank nonsense that brings up our next like moment of ridiculousness where she's gonna take some money out because she has to pay for some what the fuck does she have to pay for I forget now I don't even remember yeah it's like she has to go to the bank to get money to pay for something whatever she's going to the bank to get some money and teller is like oh from your shared account mm-hmm She's like, what? Like, you know, you and Jake, your shared account because you're married and all and whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I we are still married. <laughs> and I was like, OK, like she needed to pull out like 40 bucks for something or so. it was something real. Yeah. Low. So I was like, OK, so now she's like, oh, I could take it out of his. So I was expecting like. That she went on like a hundred dollar spending spree to be like, oh, ha ha ha. And to show him like, look at that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, give me my fucking divorce. Because yeah. look what I did. <laughs> like, I made a superfluous purchase with what I'm sure isn't a lot of money. Because, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then he gets home and she has remodeled the entire kitchen. Not- it seems like she got a new fridge. Yeah. She got a new stove. Yeah. I mean. She spent thousands of dollars and somehow had everything installed and put in and bought like groceries mm-hmm. and all this shit in like a day this is thousands of dollars oh because like, it was i'm not... pretty sure it was new furniture in the kitchen or not in the, in kitchen, the living room, in the living room oh yeah because well. he's like where's all my stuff and at first i didn't wreck because it's like we don't spend that much time in that house in the yeah. beginning it's not like i know this place like the back of my hand <laughs> so when he comes in and says like where's all my stuff I just thought he meant that, like... She cleaned. Yeah, like, because she says that. She makes that joke. Like, oh, I cleaned up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, that's what he means. Like, I had beer cans everywhere. Where'd you put them? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But I was just like, what are you doing? I was, and, like, she kind of, like, 
explains it, you know, of being like, if you give me the divorce, I'll give it all back. Yeah. And I was like, you have already made a huge financial commitment for him mm-hmm. <laughs> with all of this money. <laughs> like you were kind of acting like a lunatic right now. Um, <laughs> that's the scene where he finally is like, fine, I'll sign the fucking papers. No. And he said, well, but he sits down and he says, oh, right, I wrote right. this line down. He's like, nobody finds their soulmate when they're 10 years old. And I wrote down sort of agree here yeah <laughs> like i understand that there's people out there who it's like i've actually known her since kindergarten or mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. but it's like most of the time it's a i knew them yeah because we were all kids and we knew each other and then we grew up and we, we got together it's not a literal case of like oh yeah we were uh, eight years old and we were like oh i'm gonna marry you and then we got married when we legally could but we had the plan the whole time like that yeah. doesn't happen and is weird and kind of shouldn't happen not everyone is cory and topanga <laughs> legitimately never watched that show no idea what the fuck you're talking about i know the names like i know what show it is because of the names never watched it they were like childhood sweethearts wound up getting married and yeah of course blah 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 (laughs) but uh and then he just doesn't he's like i'm about to sign it and whatever and then he fucking doesn't again Mm -hmm. and he's just like you know what you waited this long, you can wait another day, and he goes off, and I just wrote down, like, what a fucking childish dickhead this guy is. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is really, that's when the the screws started, like, getting put to me about this, and I was like, Reese Witherspoon is the only halfway reasonable person in this movie right now, and I fear that that's going to change. <laughs> like, I fear that she's going to make the wrong decision at the end of this movie, because of course she is, because God damn it, that's how this movie's going to go. Uh, and that was when things started to sort of go off the rails for me, <laughs> when it became clear. And then, I mean, and then that's when they go to the bar mm-hmm. and she gets way too drunk. Yeah, she gets super drunk. They're playing pool. The entire bar cares about this pool game because they all stop to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, look, I mean, I get it that it's like a small town sort of thing, but it's like so many of these people like have nothing to do with this. Yeah. And they're all just like, oh, it's it's uh, this is important for these characters. Therefore. Let's all crowd around and make a scene about it. Like, this is just a game of pool. Why would you ever turn around and be like, oh, now this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Pool. I mean, <laughs> Melanie just, uh, and Jake are talking about their divorce. Oh, God, that's right. Because they're like, I mean, th- that's another thing that I don't necessarily like about the whole small town vibe of the movie is like how involved these people seem to think they are in everyone else's business. Mm-hmm. I hated those little cutaways to those old ladies during the, the <laughs> festival scene where they're just like, why do they fight? Oh, look at them. Oh, they look so good. It's just like none of your business. Like, I understand that that's a, that's a Yankee way to think, you know what I mean? Of being like, Hey, not everyone's life is everyone's business. Yeah. Like apparently down there, at least in this movie, they're just like, Oh my God, we need to intervene about these two. It's like, that is not your life. Go live your life. Um, but, like, yeah, she's at the bar. She gets real drunk. She starts getting nasty with everybody, mm-hmm. which, I mean, as much as that scene is supposed to be the, like, she's kind of showing that she's lost her lost touch with everybody because now she's being a jerk to her friends and yeah. all of that. Like, I know that that's what it's supposed to seem like. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, <laughs> the people in that bar, like, I forget exactly what Bobby Ray says, but he has a line that made me write down that I was like, oh, no. He is a dick when they're at the bar 
was it the comment about at least my clothing line or something, however he phrased it, like, wasn't called less than mediocre? Oh, no, no I, I didn't mind that because that was after she outed him. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, because at that point it was like, whoa, dude, like, that's shitty. Mm-hmm. I understand that everyone's kind of throwing barbs here, but yeah, <laughs> especially in this town. I don't know, man. Yeah. It felt very bad for him for the rest of the movie because like that's a that's a genuinely sort of like big thing for a movie like this, I think, mm-hmm. of of that of like one of the characters in this small little southern town being outed as gay. But like essentially being accepted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like as much as a 2002 movie was going to do. Yeah. Because I felt really fucking bad for him later because it's like at first they're all just like, hey, what's up? Everything's cool. And then like they show up or no, when they show up to the festival, Mm -hmm. Jake has some sort of line about like, are you the same Bobby from last night? And he's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but you're not my type. And they all kind of laugh about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, hey, look at how like they know and they're accepting and he's still their buddy. Yeah. And oh, look at that. Isn't this so accepting? And then when they're sitting up on the water tower and they're all trying to figure out what to do, like we should go bowl some frames. And Jake's like, no, I don't want to do that. And another guy's like, we should go fucking tip some cows or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we shouldn't do that. And then fucking Ethan Embry's like, hey, we should. And they're all like, no. And that's supposed to be the joke at the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, awesome. Cool. So they're accepting of him, except now he's going to be a punchline for all these fucking hicks for the rest of his life. Yeah. He's going to be in this town and they're going to be like, I don't want to kill you, but you are funny because you're gay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that sucks for him. Like uh, if anyone needed to go to New York, it was him. It really was. I hope that there's like, uh, again, headcanon stuff. He and the black designer, yes. the two gay characters in the movie who share a glance at each other at the end, which is yes. like, Oh yeah, of course. Cause they're the adorable. Two, they're the go. only two gay people in the movie. <laughs> so they have to, connect yeah. but it's like no yeah totally take him take go, bobby ray go. get him out of here his, his life take is only to gonna York. be bad it'll be so much better for seriously him. <laughs> it's oh man i felt for him real hard <clears throat> but yeah she acts like a jerk and then he drives her home and carries her into her <laughs> into the house the parents house yeah to the parents house but i was really pissed off because like they start before he takes her home mm-hmm. they're yelling in the fucking parking lot and everything yeah. And he like he said no I forget who starts it somebody says something I think she says why do you make me be so mean to you mm-hmm. and it's like that's a legitimate question here because yeah. he is being a fucking prick yeah by just not signing these papers like she has said a million times and I don't care if by the end of the movie she's like oh never mind I don't want to anymore it's like she has made her decision these past seven years, she has been sending these back to you mm-hmm. and you have been failing to do it. You've been purposefully yeah. mailing them back. I think they mentioned something about it, like costing money. Yeah. Like it costs money for you to send it back to me, not signed. Like, yeah, God it was damn like it, dude. $350 or something like that every time he sent them back. Yeah. So it's like you are being so unreasonable, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even give a fuck about the like, oh, he's trying to he's trying to better himself or whatever. And even with the whole like, I knew that I had to make myself better mm-hmm. so I couldn't even be in contact with you. I would just send this back like an asshole all the time. <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's just like you're being a real jerk about it. Yeah. And she asks him that, and then he tries to, like, turn it around on her mm-hmm. about this, that, and the other thing, and you've done that, whatever. And I was like, how could he possibly think he has, like, the high ground in this argument? You know why this fight is. <laughs> because you won't sign the papers. Like, that is literally the entire thing here. 
it makes the whole thing seem uh, less like, I mean, okay, I'll put it this way. The fact that he has this like plan of like, I'm going to better myself mm-hmm. and start this business and be a successful business owner kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And that will make you love me again. And then you'll come back to me until you know that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like until that kind of comes up, you're just sitting there thinking like, okay, this guy's just fucking bitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? This guy's like, oh, fuck it. You want a divorce, but you need me to sign this paper to do it? Then fuck you. I'm not even going to do it. Screw you. Who gives a <laughs> shit? That seems like what his vibe is. Yeah. And then you learn that it's like, oh, he's been trying to better himself so that he can get back together with her. So it's like, oh, so that was all calculated. Yeah. That was a calculated dick move <laughs> to fucking trap her with him, mm-hmm. which makes it so much worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if it was just him being like, I'm just a fucking asshole. Then at least it would be like, well, at least he's honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's just being an asshole. <laughs> but in this case, it's literally, it's like, well, she's going to think I'm an asshole, but I'm just going to keep her trapped long enough to reveal my new thing. Yeah. And hopefully she won't be angry enough to leave me again. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I did, I, did, I did not really enjoy that. But the very next scene, like, I mean, I guess he sort of gives up. Yeah. Which was the biggest like that was when that was when things started getting written in caps because (laughs) because she wakes up from her bender Mm -hmm. and the papers are signed yeah and they're laying there on her bed and i went oh god no like there's (laughs) oh no like this that means that that's how this movie ends like if it if if this was still up in the air until the very end Mm -hmm. you could maybe play it either way but the fact that it's like here it is. He has put his name on it. It can be done. Mm-hmm. Then it's not gonna. Then you just know it's not gonna. And that's, I literally, I was just like, you got the signature. Go home. God damn it. Like, no, don't do this movie. Oh, truthfully, it is a good, like, sort of storytelling thing where it's like, okay, so now the protagonist has the thing. Mm-hmm. But we're like 50 minutes into this movie, so there's got to be more. Yeah. So it's like, okay, okay, what's going on here? And obviously, I, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't uh, completely in denial about it of like, okay, obviously <laughs> the movie is going to make this town seem nice and make these people seem nice and make yeah. you know, this whole thing <laughs> seem like it should be a good thing for her. You know what I mean? She could, for all intents and purposes, leave, yeah. but she doesn't. And they hang out. There's a festival. There's this. There's that. That's where they start dropping the hints about the blown glass stuff, mm-hmm. which I did pick up on. Okay. And before <laughs> they even revealed that last thing, I was like, oh, this is his business. Before mm-hmm. they even like rolled up to it, I was like, that's, yep, that's what this is. Okay. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha, you, movie. <laughs> wasn't mad about it. Wasn't like, oh, but it was just like, oh, yeah. If, you, if you're seeing the signs and mm-hmm. you know where, where the fucking, uh, <laughs> yeah. where the compass is pointing. Then you, you know where it's going. <laughs> but the one scene that did kind of bug me was that scene where she goes to the dog's grave. Okay. And I, it bugs me that it bugs me as oh. well. Oh, no. Because it's a great little dramatic monologue. Yeah. Like, she is fucking awesome in that moment. Reese Witherspoon giving that monologue to the dead dog yes. is, like, prime stuff like 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 i mentioned earlier about how it being like a very well-oiled machine mm-hmm. and everything that's a heartbreaker scene right yeah. there you know what i mean like, oh going to the dog that she left behind and didn't know died and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. 
I was just mad because I was like, no, not fair movie. Do not use a dead dog to try to make me feel for this town and these people because I don't like them. <laughs> and this dog thing, it's not, it's just, it's not fair. Yeah. Um, and then there was the line after it that I was very mad about because she's sitting there and she's just like, oh, like the, the big line, like the real heartbreaker line. Of her being like, oh, and you probably wondered what you'd done wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, it's like unfair. Again, unfair movie. Like you're yeah. using, oh. But it was the fact that then like he has walked up behind her. Yeah. Jake is there and he's like <laughs> seeing her give this little monologue. And at that point he says, I told him it was my fault. I just yeah. wrote, uh, because it was. <laughs> like it, Her leaving was directly your fault. Yeah. I mean, I understand you don't remember it. But it was definitely your fault. Somebody should have told you. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you, you're you not fucking jumping on a grenade there, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I took the bullet and told the dog it was my fault. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. It, it was your fault. <laughs> you informed the dog that it was your mm-hmm. fault. Yeah. That's really more the way that it goes. Um, <laughs> and at that point, you know, they start getting all lovey-dovey. And it's clear that they're rekindling things. Mm-hmm. But that was the scene that I wrote. <laughs> I felt bad later, too. I wrote this note because I realized how much of, like, an insult it kind of sounds like. Like, just the usage of one specific word makes it sound worse than it should be. But in that scene, they're sitting there and, you know, they're in a they're in a dark coon dog uh, graveyard. Mm -hmm. And yet they have, like, beautiful Hollywood lighting on them for their, like, close ups and stuff, which I always thought was hysterical. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, come on. But they're sitting there and they're talking and there's just this shot of him, this specific angle and shot on Josh Lucas. I wrote, he's like a failed Costner clone. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized it's the failed that makes it sound like I don't mean like, like, oh, God, the clone failed. Kill it. But it's just like, oh, it didn't come out exactly like Costner. Yeah. But hey, it's pretty good, though. (laughs) You know, like this is the this is. The off-brand Costner. He's it's kind of like uh it's kind of like Boyle and uh what the fuck's the guy's name for Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh. The guy who looks like him. I always forget. But it's kind of like that, where it's like, yeah. oh, almost. Yeah. Oh, you're pretty close. That's uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought that was pretty funny. And then that is when th- I thought way bigger hijinks were going to ensue because that's when Andrew shows up. Yeah. Like he just shows up in the town unannounced. Yep. And he has been, <laughs> they've just been cutting back to him every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So where he kind of is like not in the movie for a lot of it. Some of that is because of the cuts. Yeah. Where they cut out the scenes where they go back to him because yeah. they're with the other woman. Yeah. And that whole subplot had to go. <laughs> so pretty much all of his scenes are gone. There's the, the, this whole like way overblown uh romantic comedy trope of the like the past that she has that she's hidden from him mm-hmm. so of course hijinks will ensue where he's looking for melanie carmichael but everyone there knows her as melanie smoother yeah so there's a confusion there and when that guy uh the guy who plays the comic shop owner on fucking big bang theory <laughs> the, the, yeah the mayor's aide yeah yeah goes down there pretending to be a journalist mm-hmm. and she tells him that that house the carmichael house is her house mm-hmm. even though it's not yeah. so he shows up there looking for her 
using the wrong name. And I was yeah. like, oh, God, what is going to like this? <laughs> they are barreling towards a misunderstanding. Yeah. And it's just like, what is it going to be? And it's not as high stakes as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because <laughs> it really just comes down to like, I mean, truthfully, I didn't quite understand what I what they each knew the other knew when Andrew and Jake take that little car ride where he's like, I'll drive you mm-hmm. to where she is or whatever. Yeah. And they're driving and uh, Andrew asks about Melanie Smooter. Yeah. Asking about her as though the, it's not her. Yeah. He but thinks I it's a different. It, no. Well, Andrew but, thinks it's a different Melanie. I mean, I get that now. Okay. <laughs> it's just in the moment when, you know, when he's like, oh, I'm looking for Melanie. And he's like, Melanie who? And he's like, you mean Melanie? And they say the last names at the same time. Mm-hmm. And they go like, oh, I thought that was him realizing like, oh, she changed her name. Like, I thought he got that <laughs> right there. So then he asks about Melanie Smooter. Mm-hmm. And then he starts telling that story about her blowing up the bank with dynamite tied to a cat. Yeah. <laughs> and which was fucking ludicrous. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, is he trying to, like, drive a wedge by telling some fake story about, like, animal abuse or something because the story makes her sound horrible yeah it does where it's like okay so there's this cat that's dying let's blow it up yeah and it's just like and it's apparently it's her idea yeah right? like that's the whole that's, deal yeah 10 year old melanie thinks that's more humane than a gas chamber yeah which is like that's not how they do that yeah but, uh, anyway uh i mean the south i don't know but like <laughs> but like the fact that he starts telling that story i was like oh is he like trying to make her seem awful to him and he's gonna like break them up and then be like well he's gone marry me again i was like oh this is horrible and then they reveal that he's talking that they're talking about the same person yeah and i was like oh i thought we already had that moment so like that being the big misunderstanding later of just being like, oh, Melanie Smoot is actually Melanie Carmichael. And ooh, all, like I thought that they had I thought we had moved past that. <laughs> and so when it came time for like, oh, I thought it was going to be bigger. I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's lying about her. And now Andrew's confused about this and that. And he was for like a second mm-hmm. because he thought like he didn't know that she was married. Obviously, that's like the whole bit yeah it's like okay i gotta get down here and get this divorce so that i can actually legally get married yeah to andrew and all that so it's like but i don't want him to know that's why i'm here alone so i get that like discovering that is him being like is or is like a big thing to him Mm -hmm. like oh whoa whoa you were married and then the gag of like to your cousin Mm -hmm. like oh no we were just playing a joke we're not cousins like okay that's weird but he gets really fucking mad and just storms off. Yeah. In the like most cliche romantic comedy way <laughs> of, of her just being like, just let me explain, please, for just a second. Just let me. And he's just like, no, I'm walking out of here. I'm yeah. storming away. And it was just like, God damn it, movie, of course. And I was like, <laughs> is he really going to leave her? Is that how you're going to play this movie? <laughs> like, because that's fucked up that like he just gets lied to a bunch. Yeah. And then is like, fuck you, and leaves, and then she just stays married to the asshole. Like, this is weird. This is not how I expected <laughs> it to go. But then, like, the very next scene, she's at home with her parents, and she's like, I don't know what's going on. And then Andrew walks in, and he's like, hey, I want no, to talk to you. No, she was making jam with her mom. Right, right, right. And right. then dad walks in with Andrew. Right, right. He's like, look who is walking along, I-90, whatever. And so he brings <laughs> him in and everything, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I would still want to get married. 
if you'd have me and everything. And it's like, oh, and they kind of reconnect and they decide that they're going to get married again. Mm -hmm. She promises it to him again. Yeah. Which is another big thing of like, (laughs) he doesn't deserve what happens at the end, especially considering (laughs) how many times he's given her to back out. Yeah. Like he's, uh, you know, when, when, like right at the top, when she's concerned about it, he's like, okay, uh, at the risk of being rejected again, yeah, will you marry? Like he doesn't even just go like, okay, you know what? We'll just, we'll just say you said yes and we're good. Mm-hmm. He's like still looking for that. Yes. And then even now he's like, if you're cool with, yeah. like, I, are you still on board? And that she's like, yes, let's plan an entire wedding. Yeah. And then the fact that she goes back on it is like, fuck you leaves him at the altar oh it's so bad it's such a fucking dick move but the fact that he goes like he comes back asks if she wants to get married she says yes they're all excited about it and he says i couldn't fucking believe this he says i really don't care what happened down here and i was like you just stormed off (laughs) you literally just ran away from her without letting her explain herself yeah you were so mad and now you come in like i don't really care like yeah i mean i guess i'm glad you came around yeah but you are the only one who was upset (laughs) and now you're like oh no everything's cool why is everyone getting all uptight about it that was that was you (laughs) and then there was a, a great line that i loved from her mom with uh, how many times does your only daughter get married? Well, except for that other time. Yeah. <laughs> like the fact that it, it like just, just like, it like dawns on her like, oh, wait. Yeah, right. Like everyone else, <laughs> as soon as she says it is like, and then she's like, oh, right. <laughs> I thought that was a wonderful like little moment. She's, I liked them uh, yeah. in general, like the performers and, and what they did uh was you know like her mom i forget who played her mom she was adorable yeah she's not that like i I looked into her mary Kay place i looked into like the stuff that she had done and she's not in much that i've seen uh but she was wonderful fred ward's wonderful like even candace bergen as the horrible bitch mayor of new york Mm -hmm. is wonderful because she's just really good at playing that kind of part like yeah she essentially is playing the same sort of character as miscongeniality yeah yeah exactly like a very very (laughs) similar vibe um and that whole subplot kind of just that did nothing for me i was like if you're gonna cut anything cut all this fucking (laughs) you know cut cut sending the mayor's aide down to alabama to like sneak pictures Mm -hmm. and like uh, talk about her and shit because in the end it winds up not even mattering there's that one moment later while they're planning the wedding when she sees that guy in the mayor's car mm-hmm. and he's like, <gasps> and she's like, oh, and that's it. Yeah. it's She's not even like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, I thought, is that going to be it? Like, is him coming down here and like spying on her? And then surely he will be found out later. Yeah. Is that what's going to sour her on going back to New York of like, oh, these slimy politicians and blah 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 i'm gonna Mm -hmm. stay down here in alabama like i thought that was gonna be a part of it and then no really nothing so they plan the goddamn wedding down there (laughs) in the south down in pigeon creek yep and she even flies down a bunch of her new york friends Mm -hmm. they didn't really give names Mm -hmm. to at least not that i saw to like her friends uh, I mean, some of them, but like, I mean, the the New York friends. Yeah, they all kind of were just like, oh, they're Artie. Yeah, but the the gay black guy, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> I don't have a problem with him at all. He doesn't necessarily do much, except like it's just like, okay, he's 
in fashion. Mm-hmm. He's black. He's gay. Okay. Yeah. This was the thing that happened with Fred Ward that I was like, what was this? What? Or did I miss something? Or what's going on here? Because she brings all of her New York friends down for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging out at her parents' house. Mm-hmm. And they're like looking at stuff and talking to them and whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> he is just like in their house. And then there's this shot of Fred Ward in his recliner, like looking at him and kind of just like, <sighs> and like looking away. And then the scene, and then it moves on and it's never touched again. And I was like, <laughs> Is he mad there's a black guy in his house? Because that's really what it looked like. Yeah. Legitimately, it's I, just him looking at that guy <laughs> and being like, Ugh. and it, it it's not like he's like dressed all crazy mm-hmm. or, you know, like some like super New Yorker Yankee guy. It's like, he's just a guy. He's just standing here. He's just in your house. He's yeah. a man. He's your daughter's friend. He's talking to your wife about <laughs> her like collective spoons. Yeah. Like he's being the most gracious guest and just like, hey, how's everyone doing? And he's just sitting there fucking scowling yeah just like shooting daggers at him and it's never touched on again (laughs) and i was just like so he's a huge racist i guess and we're just and like why was that in there why would you include that shot of him especially if by the end you're supposed to be like yay her family yeah you know what i mean if it's like oh also by the way real quick though the tragic reality is that he is racist (laughs) you're you're, you're still supposed to side with him later just understand (laughs) there's some baggage uh, and then, you know, the whole fucking wedding essentially is about to happen. And literally as she's walking down the aisle, one of her lawyers mm-hmm. shows up who's been trying to find her for the last like 20 minutes of the movie. They keep showing him <laughs> trying to get to her and people are like, nope. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he has something to do with the divorce. I knew right away. I was like, he's someone who has something to do with that. That's the only reason why he'd have to be have like a last minute, like, wait for me. Yeah. Kind of moment, which he does have. Yeah. Where he reveals <laughs> that, yeah, Jake signed the papers, but Mel, you didn't. And I wrote, really? It's just, <laughs> what, what the, the bummer of it is that it like it made me think of the scene where she mails it, mm-hmm. you know, because there is a full scene where she goes to the post office and she fucking puts yeah. it in the thing and, and writes it off to her lawyers and mails it off and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they reveal that she didn't sign it. And it's like, so you didn't check. Before yeah, did you put she it not in? look at it at all? Was she literally just like, Oh, he signed it and then jammed it in a fucking envelope and send it off. Did she know that she didn't sign it? Like it yeah, just, it, I... it, it didn't make any sense. Like uh, it was such a bummer of a way to have that come <laughs> to an end. And it was legitimately, like I, <laughs> I just oh my god, this note here I just wrote: "You are making the wrong decision." <laughs> All capital letters. As soon as she started telling Andrew, like, "You don't want to marry me," yeah. I wrote, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he has shown nothing but the desire to marry you. Yeah, the whole movie. I understand if all of a sudden you're like, "Uh, you don't want to marry." Like, really, what she's saying is, "You don't want to marry me." Because I don't want to marry you. Yeah. <laughs> but telling him it that way of being like, you don't want to marry me. Yeah. You know, oh, you don't. Oh, no, you don't want any of this. <laughs> and it's just like, wow. Like the fact that he just like walks away mm-hmm. almost seems like he's like in shock and denial at that moment of him just being like, oh, well, 
so How this, about that? This is what this feels like. Yeah, and then he's just like, hmm, well, okay. And just starts walking away, like down one of the rows of seats, too. Yeah. It's not even like he turns around and walks down the open aisle. Yeah. He has to walk past spectator. Like, it seems like he just picked a direction and went because yeah. he couldn't <laughs> deal with the world anymore. Like, uh, this is not happening. I am just going to go this way. And people are just like, oh, my God. <laughs> As he, like, steps over them and shit. Like, oh, my God, this poor guy. And then <clears throat> that's it for him. Yeah. Until that little bit in the credits of all, like, oh, no, you got married. He's fine. <laughs> but and then of course Candace Bergen has to start insulting all of them. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, not necessarily undeserved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the fact, like I, I maybe I don't necessarily agree with the explicit things that she says to them. Like the fact that she calls Melanie like you're one of the most manipulative people I've ever seen, and I'm in politics. Yeah. Where I was like, sort of. And in the way where she kept telling him she was going to marry him and then didn't and yeah. decided like, oh, no, you know what? Never mind. You know, like that sort of thing. Like the fact that it got that close, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where it's like if you had sent it off and signed it. Yeah. Would you have married him? I mean. Like, would she have gotten all the way up the aisle and done it if nobody had been like, hey, by the way, you're technically still married to Jake. Yeah. I. It seems <laughs> like it. Yeah. Seems kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, I wish I just I wish the movie would have given her like an actual specific definitive. This is who I want to be with and not like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. At the last second, <laughs> I was saved from marrying the wrong guy. <laughs> Whew, like, oh, come on. Yeah. Not a big fan of that. <laughs> um, And I, <laughs> and then my next notes are boo, 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 <laughs> all capitals. She Mel punches out the mayor. Yes. Of New York because yes. she insults her mom. Right. And then fucking Fred Ward has the line of, praise the Lord, the South has risen again. And I wrote, literally, fuck all the way off movie. <laughs> like, fuck you so much for trying to make this seem like the better option. Like, yeah. yee we done punched her. Like, oh my God, movie. But then when they, when she gets to the beach and Jake is setting up those lightning rods to make more of those fucking lightning things. Mm -hmm. And it's raining because, of course, it is because it was raining at the beginning of the movie when they were kids on the beach. Yep. And they start talking and arguing some more and blah, 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 blah. And they wind up getting back together. I don't even recall exactly what they say to each other other than repeating lines from childhood. Yeah. Like, Why would you want to marry me anyway? Or, or is it the other? No, yeah. No, no, it's the other way. He says it because she said it as a kid. Mm -hmm. He says, why would you want to marry me anyway? And she's like, so I can kiss you whenever I want. Mm -hmm. And I just wrote, go to hell, movie. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Eat every bag of dicks in Alabama. <laughs> I was so fucking upset with how this movie ended. I was like, this is the absolute wrong decision. This guy's a piece of shit. You don't deserve this. Like, you deserve better than this. Oh, my God. Go fuck yourself, movie. <laughs> Um, interestingly enough, uh, oh, hold on real quick. Like it, it's going to jump right back to that scene. Okay. So just remember <laughs> them on the beach. Uh, but then the movie like actually ends where it's like, oh, they bring the cake from what was going to be the other wedding mm -hmm. to the bar. And then they show up and they're going to have their first dance together. And they put the rock of soccer robots on the thing. Mm -hmm. And then the cat shows up mm -hmm. the cat from the story that I thought was fake. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it's real. Oh my God, she's horrible. 
Like apparently that whole story is real. Like I said, I thought it was all a lie. I thought he was trying to get Andrew to not like her. No. So the cat showing up, it was like, oh no, so that's real. Oh my God. Maybe she is bad. There was a reason (laughs) that her nickname was Felony Melanie. I mean, I I knew that like there was something that she did, but I didn't know that the cat part was real. Like that is what seems so fucking awful to me is the fact that it's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, she wanted to blow up a cat as a ten year old because she's a fucking lunatic. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then that's you know, and then pan out and movies over, and then they do all those yeah, their first dances, Sweet Home Alabama, because of course I wrote a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great note here earlier at the festival mm-hmm. the band starts playing sweet home alabama mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like all the native alabamans flock to skinnerd because <laughs> literally like everyone at the festival is like and they just go for the fucking <laughs> stage soon as that guitar lick starts yeah it's like can you just you can't resist it if you're from alabama Apparently. you hear that song and you're like must uh, like <laughs> so funny to me uh but then of course yeah and then that's where it ends they show all the pictures they grow together i guess i don't know whatever blah 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 yeah um looked online because like i said i was looking online and i saw those deleted scenes Mm -hmm. there's also uh an alternate ending oh basically start at the same spot where they're on the beach he's putting in the lightning rods Mm -hmm. and then oh it's like kiss you whenever i want blah 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 and then they Mm -hmm. kiss and they get together whatever cut to the actual reception hall because you know in the movie Mm -hmm. they just go to the bar which is not the reception hall right because they like bring the cake and they bring you know so it's like okay we're not doing it at where the wedding was gonna be Mm -hmm. we're doing it at this bar right so in this version of the movie that doesn't happen they go to the reception hall or like it cuts to the reception hall. Mm-hmm. Everyone is there, all just sort of milling around, like they're all inside because it's raining out, you know. And mm-hmm. everyone looks like they have like wet hair and shit, and they're all just like, "I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's going on." And this, like, it is one of the most like clear, like, obviously understand why you cut this because it's lunacy. <laughs> just cannot understand how it got written and shot. And then they were like, you know what? Maybe let's go a different way with it. Because fucking in the doors comes Josh Lucas carrying Reese Witherspoon. As though she's unconscious. She is just flopped out in his arms, like limp. And he comes walking in. And everyone is like, oh, oh my God. And everyone's real fucking concerned as he walks in because she's just like uh, laying there. (laughs) And he just walks up and he's all like, oh, God. uh." And they're like, what what happened? What's going on? And he's like, Melanie Carmichael is dead. And everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he's like, long live felony melanie and she pops up like oh and everyone goes like oh you too and then the movie ends oh my god that (laughs) is the most bizarre thing i've ever seen (laughs) i couldn't believe that that was something that people put together and we're like yeah let's have everyone in her life think she's died even just for a moment yeah on her wedding day, in her wedding dress, like that is so fucking oh insane. I couldn't believe it, and I was like, I almost would have forgiven this movie if that was the <laughs> ending, because I'd be like, oh, oh, it's just all lunacy. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 
This is the kind of world. Yeah, this is the kind of world where that kind of joke goes over. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, never would you see that happen in real life and there be people like, oh my God, that was hilarious. (laughs) Remember when we all thought she was fucking dead? (laughs) Like, what? Absolute lunacy. Like I had said, obviously so much of it is spent on how much I did not like Jake. Yeah. But as we said before as well, though, like it's all really well done. It's just that the 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 decisions that she makes, I just don't agree with at all. But it's like everyone seems to like bring their pretty much a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't feel like anybody's sleepwalking through this. Reese Witherspoon is like as like energetic and lovable as ever. Mm-hmm. Like we said, like the, the the voice, the everything, the mannerisms. Like she really you know, does embody that role of someone who's like. Mm-hmm. Like it, she makes sense in New York, and then when she goes back, she's kind of like standing out. Yeah. And then by the end of it, she's kind of reingratiated herself into it, like really naturally. And it was yeah. like, oh, all of this was just so well done. It's just like make that story better. Like make him not <laughs> such a pile of garbage. Like I said before, with those deleted scenes, like showing her maybe a little more unhappy in New York. Because mm-hmm. it's like there's a scene where she yells at the girl who winds up marrying Andrew. Yeah. Like about coffee. Like she freaks on her about it. And mm-hmm. then later she sees her like out somewhere and sits down on the bench next to her and like apologizes for it. And it's like, oh, I always said that I would never be the kind of boss mm-hmm. who would yell at my interns like, oh, I don't know what's happening to me. Like there's something that's like, oh, she's not fully mm-hmm. on board. But cutting all that stuff leaves you with a movie where it's like your life seems perfect. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you throwing it away for this hick? Oh, my gosh. I'm sure it seemed way cuter when you were younger. It was just like, they're so in love. It's so adorable. Look at them. (laughs) I totally forgot that I wrote, like, uh, (laughs) like while everything is, like, almost to the wedding Mm -hmm. and, like, things seem like they're kind of going towards, like, that she's really going to marry Andrew. And I was just... Things are getting so tense. I just wrote, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Over and over. I was just like, oh, please don't. I was like, I am more anxious about how this movie is going to end than nearly any horror movie I have ever seen. (laughs) Or is this like even a fucking like Saw movie where it's like the right decision leads to life and the wrong decision leads to death. This was more intense than that. Like, no, no, Melody, don't, don't, don't. Oh, I was way too invested in that. Like, would, but which is like a kind of a good sign for the movie itself, though, yeah. that it was like actually like, wait, what are you doing? Instead of just being like, ugh. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, just dominant. being like, everything sucks about this. Yeah, everybody's dumb. Yeah, it's like, I did think that she was being dumb, <laughs> but I didn't think that like, the movie was dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. sort of a, a, a fine distinction to make. Yeah. It was like, by the end of the movie, I disagreed with a lot of the things the characters did and was not won over by the like romantic loveliness of the end of the movie. I was like, nope, stone faced, like wrong choice. But I was still like, I, I respect the fact that it's like, it that's a well-made romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. It's just that a lot of times in these movies, there's a choice to be made, 
And most of the time, it's way more like obvious and easy yeah. to pick the person who it's going to be, where it's like, usually the bad one shows that they're bad and the good <laughs> one has, you know, a thing going with them. And in this one, it seemed like the quote unquote bad guy has done nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy with a horrible past is supposed to be the hero guy and he gets screwed and he does it. What is going on? <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that we will see more examples of this kind of stuff as the month goes on. Oh, I, um, but I can almost I am, guarantee uh, it. I'm stoked to watch some more of these and kind of uh, one of the things I love about theme months is just the like. Compare and contrast. Exactly. Just yeah. seeing like threads running through them. Like mm -hmm. uh, like uh, I remember uh, stoner movie month where it was like, this is the third movie with lasers in it. Like, you know, it's just like weird <laughs> stuff that happens to happen in all of them. Like, yeah. I love those kinds of things. So it's like the first movie always has the most of just like itself. Yeah. And then as we watch more, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of like, oh, and this is way better than <laughs> fucking that asshole Jake and fucking uh, sweet old Alabama. But I think that is going to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week. Uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. You married your cousin? Yeah.